Welcome back to Alliance's Heroes, where heroes in business align. To be part of our super community and find out more about Alliance's, visit www.alliances.com. That's right, we're back, and my God, what a day it's been. And uh, we recently just had on Nick Lowry, Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Famer. So uh, make sure you check out our past interviews. You can always go to alliances.com, that's E-L-I-A-N, ces.com to check out past interviews all right you're gonna get real hungry by listening to and watching this interview i gotta tell you we have with us that's right chef david rose he is the food network star finalist and executive drum roll please chef at omaha steaks now everybody in the world knows about omaha steaks. <laughs> I, even, I mean i eat omaha steaks Yes. And he'll be at the Players Tailgate in Glendale serving up, right? Tomahawk steaks, right? Tomahawk steaks. We're doing one of my amazing recipes with Omaha steaks, Tomahawk steaks. Huge, big, over three pounds, just amazingness. We're doing that with the collard green chimichurri, some curried shrimp pearl pasta. And it's going to be amazing, delicious steaks, food, football. Bobby Flay, amongst other people. So if you're not going to be there, plan to be there. It's going to be an event not to be missed. Awesome. And again, you can reach Chef David Rose by going to chefdavidrose.com. So, yeah. so David, I mean, man, you're like, you are in the epic center of the food of everything going on and the Super Bowl yeah. stuff. And so this is just like phenomenal. Curious to know though, like, how did you, how did you know that you had the skill of what you cook that you know would become and be so popular as a chef you know what i am actually the uh, product of two chef parents mom was a chef dad was a chef huge jamaican family so if you know anything about jamaicans we like to cook we like to eat we like to drink sometimes drinking more than cooking and vice versa and that's just the the childhood i had growing up where some of my fondest memories were surrounded around food. So um, I've always had an affection for food, always been in hospitality, and it was kind of a natural progression where I've, I was a server, I was a bartender, and I moved to Atlanta, went to culinary school, and as they say, the rest was history, and I kind of paved my own path. Wow. So what's the soul got to do with it? What's the soul? You know, when you taste something, you can taste when there's heart and soul in it. It's that extra ingredient. It's that je ne sais quoi. It's that secret ingredient where love, caring is just, you know, what makes a good dish a great dish. And what better way to tell somebody I love you than by taking raw ingredients, using it and utilizing it, giving them nourishment and making them something pretty tasty. So I like to have a good time. I like to, you know, have fun. And what better conduit for that than food and drink? And when you put them together with football, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. So what's the go-to of, like, what's the best way to prepare if we're at home to prepare, like, Omaha steaks uh, for, you know, a football game and, and any other game? Oh, yeah, definitely. If you're watching from afar and you want to get that in-home stadium experience, uh, we've got you covered. We really run the gamut, you know. So if you can't make it Super Bowl Sunday, February 12th, Arizona, you could definitely use our beef hot dogs, burgers. I have a really amazing sliced ribeye Philly cheesesteak and uh, naturally cased brats. We literally have everything you need to have an amazing tailgate from the comfort of your home or backyard. So go to omahasteaks.com and we have everything at your fingertips, literally. 
David, and again, we're talking with Chef David Rose, Food Network star finalist and executive chef at Omaha Steaks. You can reach him at chefdavidrose.com. How did you know, though, that you had the skill that would become so popular that others would like what you make? I think just, you know, from my Jamaican upbringing, me being from New Jersey, which is the tri-state area, which is a huge cultural melting pot. I've always loved, even as a kid, you know, 12, 13, 10 years old, I've always been a super adventurous eater. And I'd like to come home and kind of replicate those things and recreate them and kind of add my own spin. So after a while, you know, you cook for family, you cook for friends, you cook for, you know, girlfriends and, you know, uh, different types of, um, uh, you know, gatherings. People like your food, request your food. And, you know, for me, just being in hospitality, I've always been surrounded by good food. And when I kind of went to culinary school and prior to that, the words David Rose and scholar were very seldom, not seldom, never used in the same sentence. But in culinary school, I flourished, I shined, I graduated summa cum laude, top of my class, and I knew that I had found my calling. And it's brought me so many amazing places, met so many amazing people, and it brought me here today. And I'm supposed to be exactly where I am. And food has, you know, opened so many doors. So I'm gonna keep on fighting the good fight and feeding, you know, empty, hungry stomachs. That's amazing. What do you kind of advice do you have for like children that are out there to find their passion like you found, you know, where you're like, this is where I this is what I should be doing. I mean, not not many people at any age. really. <laughs> I really think for me, it was exposure, uh, exposure through my parents cooking, them taking me to work, kind of watching them, you know, feed the masses two, three hundred people they'd feed in a day. Um, having friends from all over the world, you know, where I'd eat foie gras and gnocchi at nine, eight years old, latkes at eight, ten years old, and just traveling because there is so much more than the U.S. So um, my food, my style of cooking is sort of my culinary roadmap, so to speak, uh, where I've been a lot of places in the world, a lot more to go, um, but just tasting things, different flavor profiles, um, watching Food Network is crazy because I remember being in high school watching Bobby Flay and now to have competed on Food Network Star where he was a great mentor and now full circle, we're doing an event together. Um, I really feel I'm living my purpose. So just experimentation, trying it, trial and error. You're gonna mess up. So don't think, what if I mess up? You will. It's just how you correct those mistakes and identify them and making it better because part of the journey is tasting food and, and trying it, seeing what you like, seeing what you don't like. And was it surreal, like being on the Food Network? It was because I grew up, you know, Emerald Lagasse, you know, Bam, you know, right, yeah, uh, yeah. Guy Fieri, Bobby Flay, you know, uh, even outside of Food Network, Graham Kerr, Julia Child, where it's like, you know, they're cooking, but it's entertaining. It's funny. It's exciting. It's engagement. I was like, you know what? Subconsciously was planting a seed that I want to do that. And again, we're talking with Chef David Rose. You can reach him at chefdavidrose.com, Food Network star, also too, chef at executive chef at Omaha Steaks. Here's mm -hmm. the thing though, David, I'm trying to understand is, is yes. that we all have different taste buds, right? We taste things differently. Yeah. So how do you, like when you're creating these, you know, and, and mm -hmm. cooking and stuff, how do you know kind of that fine balance uh, that, right? Especially if you're serving to so many. Well, for that, you know, that's an experimentation and kind of honing your palate comes into place where even though I'm a chef, I cook a lot and I create recipes for Omaha steaks and creating my uh, my cookbook, Eggin, 
David Rose cooks in the big green egg. It's a matter of just kind of, you know, exposing yourself and realizing what flavors go together. And I think, you know, for me, traveling, eating out, being not afraid to try new things, saying yes to new things, new foods. Um, and just, again, this experimenting where you taste something, you try to get the crux of what it is, whether through asking the chef, the staff, or going on websites. Literally, you can find anything you need on the web. I'm pretty sure we all have a smartphone. And just looking it up, doing the due diligence, and practicing and honing, and first starting with close family and friends, so that way if it is bad or not quite as enjoyable, they can tell you what it needs, what it might be missing, and then from there, you gather and gain the confidence. But the only way to do it is just to do it and see what works, see what it doesn't work, and just kind of self-edit as you go along. So here's the thing. You know, you grew up with parents. They are both chefs and stuff. Yeah. What secrets did they share with you, though, of how to, you know, how, how to really cook and do, do things maybe that others aren't? Yeah. Rule number one from my parents and from culinary school is make sure the food tastes good. It could look good. You know, it could smell good. But if it doesn't taste good and it's delicious and that intangible ingredient love is not in it, uh, it's not going to be well received. Like, you know, I'm sure you can imagine uh, many fine dining restaurants or maybe not fine dining restaurants, period, where something looked good but the taste did not measure up to that. So definitely tasting as you go and adding your own little twist. I think where a lot of people kind of go wrong, especially with recipe, excuse me, <clears throat> recipes and cookbooks is following it verbatim to the T and then wondering why it doesn't taste or look as good as it did initially. But I think is what you do is kind of, to me, recipes are blueprints. You know, recipes are kind of the baseline, the main music in, you know, a sheet music or a song or whatever. But I think when you add your own little, you know, spin, your own little riff, that's the, that's the solo. That's the jazz solo, the drum solo, where you kind of add that little oomph to it. So, you know, using those recipes as a blueprint, but always adding your flavor. If you like rosemary, add maybe a little more rosemary. If you like thyme, if you like something a little more herbaceous, add more green, leafy, you know, type of herbs in there. If you don't omit that and just making it and curbing that towards your palate, towards flavors that you like, flavors that you identify with. And I find that when you do that, when you do more soloing and focus less on the sheet music as, you know, verbatim, step by step, it's more enjoyable for you and it's going to come through more for the guests and the people who try to do that. I am getting hungry. Make it yours. Make yours. I am getting hungry. Oh, Chef David, listen, you bring the yum cooking up good eats <laughs> and on game day and every day. You know what? And it's true. Food is to the heart. I mean, yeah. and, and making people happy, making yes. them, you know, comfort and comfort food. You know what? Yeah. That's a hero. That's right. Chef David Rose. Yes. Uh, network star finalist, executive chef at Omaha Steaks. He'll be at the Players Tailgate in Glendale. Make sure that you go to and reach out to Chef David directly by going to ChefDavidRose.com. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance's Hero Show. <laughs> you got to dance with me too, David. Here we go. We're doing it.